Switched on on FM 104 and I'm joined by Artistic Director with Dublin Theatre Festival, Willie White. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for chatting to us. So you launched the festival on Tuesday night. How did it go? Went very well. We launched the festival in Epic, a museum there on the Keys in the north side of Deliffey. And uh, several hundred people. We revealed the programme on the website earlier on today, but it was a kind of an opportunity for people involved to chat, hear some speeches and say, isn't this a great thing we're all doing together? Yeah, it's amazing. So it's going to be happening from the 29th of September to the 15th of October. Over 38 productions, over 18 days. How do you even begin to fill a programme like that? It happens over time. I mean, somebody said to me the other day, is this a full-time job? And I was going, uh, it is a full-time <laughs> job. You know, we might only be visible for 18 days, but it takes, you know, at least the year before to plan it. And it's through conversations. Some of the work is presented by our partners, like the Abbey and the Gate, who make their own shows, suburban venues around Dublin, and five people, um, and productions. And then we do the international work and a lot of the Irish work, mostly in the city centre. So research is what happens. Yeah, research how, and conversations. Yeah, of course. How many venues are involved this year? God, you're having me on the spot there. Sorry. Lots. <laughs> Maybe 15, <laughs> I don't know. It many. used to be that, yeah, it used to be to go, this many performances, this many venues, this many artists, I don't know. Fair few. And, then, and you see, that's the thing. It's been going for a while, so everyone wants to be involved now. Yeah, yeah. No, especially like the venues, Axel's in Ballymun, Driox in Blanchardstown, the Pavilion in yeah. Dunlera and uh, the, the Civic in Tala. They're all doing loads of stuff themselves this year, as well as the, the venues in the city centre. Oh, so it really is a festival all over Dublin. But it truly does show you the growth of theatre and the love of theatre in, in this country as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think absolutely uh, theatre is very well embedded as an art form. Because one of the concerns we have, and it's been in the news recently, is that there's a fall-off in attendance to funded arts events by mm. 18 to 24-year-olds. And uh, people have been speculating why this might be. I think a lot of it is to do with COVID, probably because a lot of um, people re- rely on being brought uh, to see performing arts, just the arts events in general, by the schools, yes. sitting on their beds for two years. Or you, oftentimes, with my own experience, when I came to Dublin to university, you start doing things for yourself, you find out what you like and you go to the theatre. So that was written off for two or three years. And people have fallen out of the habit. And we were looking at, in the run-up to last year's festival, this is the concern of ours, and we were thinking, like, how can we make it easier for people to take a chance in theatre if it's not familiar to them? So we introduced this scheme called 10 for 10, which means 10% of the tickets for um, our own productions are 10 euros, cheaper than the movie ticket. Didn't know how it would go. It was phenomenally successful. Mm. Several hundred people registered. We sold more than a thousand tickets this way. And Amazing. a lot of the shows were full. It was brilliant. And it really changed the atmosphere mm-hmm. because um, there were younger people. Um, half of the tickets we sold were to people under 30. And there were lots of artists and arts workers as well uh, who sometimes might have been priced out. I mean, the tickets are heavily subsidized. We have to charge something for them. But even then, uh, some people may be fine. They're not so sure about taking a chance. So our 10 euro ticket initiative really, really paid off. And this thing, sometimes it's nice with a programme like this and there's so many options to kind of just, you know, close your eyes and just pick something blind and just go and see it because there's so much variety and so much the options to see. Like, it would be hard to pick unless there's something in your mind particularly that you want to see. Yeah, and, and if you don't know and if a ticket's yeah. expensive, you, kind of, you just won't take that risk. That's mm-hmm. what the 10 euro ticket about is just making idea. it really easy to do so. There's... Um, a saying I came across in, in this venue in, in Belgium, they, they talk about their programme being nothing for everyone, something for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nothing will be universally popular, but I'd like to think there's enough variety in the programme. Really, there is from, you know, pretty straight, 
theatre plays, dramas that you'd be familiar with, to quite out there work um, from international artists, that there's a huge uh, range of choices uh, for people to make. And with a 10 euro ticket, it makes it a lot easier. In fact, actually, what happened last year was people didn't just buy one ticket, but they bought a whole load of them. They lost their own nice. themselves. I yeah, yeah. That. I love that. You've also 15 world premieres that are happening, including an opera. Indeed we do. Uh, the opera you're referring to is an installation in Project Arts Centre in Temple Bar, just behind me here as I'm talking to you. Nice. In the Cube, it is for a small group of people at a time. It's part of a larger work that's planned. It's a piece by um, a young Irish composer called Aina Brennan and uh, it's about bureaucracy, red tape and uh, climate crisis. Like lots, lots of the shows this year nice. are about what's going on, as they should be. And there's a nice little merger of international and Irish acts as well, isn't there? Well, it's really important um, because it's really important to connect audiences and to connect artists with what's going on in the world. Like we have a very strong theatre tradition, but it's a particular type of theatre. Mm-hmm. It's usually text plays. You have no idea and your mind will get blown if you come and see some of the international work because it's so different mm-hmm. and different in a good way and in an exciting way. So we've got work from Brazil, we've got work from Belgium, work by Polish a New Zealand artist, by a UK artist. And it's just, it really is about trying to literally blow people's minds and they go, whoa, the Leaving Cert didn't tell me that this was possible <laughs> in the theatre. Yeah. So this is the thing, I think we do miss out on quite a bit when you're in school and that's all you're being shown, when there is a, literally a world of theatre that you can see. Oh, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. You would have no idea. There's just such amazing stuff out there. And I'm really lucky because my job is to go and see mm. a lot of work. Mostly I go around um, cities and festivals in Europe and I, I look at shows and think, well, could this work here? Could we fit it? Do we have a theatre suitable? Um, and uh, you really get a strong, strong understanding of how diverse theatre is and the kind of the different types of people who make it and who they make it for. And then trying to distill all that down into something that you offer to the Dublin audience mm-hmm. um, and hope that they might enjoy it and be excited by it too. How do we measure up with other theatres around the world? Uh, well, it's interesting, there's, there's a, a UK trade publication called The Stage, and um, I'm not engaging in some chauvinism here, but um, you know, the UK started itself as having the finest theatre in the world, but actually The Stage said you would find more a, a bigger array of work in Ireland at Dublin Theatre Festival, mm-hmm. because of course we have the English language work, but we have a lot more international work in a festival of our size than you would generally see elsewhere. Frankly, we're not that well known for our theatre outside English-speaking countries, and we mm-hmm. tend to gravitate towards work from there ourselves, which again is why it's so important for something like the Theatre Festival to bring international work here, just to show people what's possible. Absolutely. Is there anything, obviously you've picked the entire programme, you know exactly what's on. Is there anything, though, you're looking forward to seeing on an Irish stage? Well, we're opening the festival this year with a brand new work. I saw the premiere three weeks ago in Marseille. It's a piece by a Brazilian uh, artist called Alice Paul, and it's 10 uh, energetic young Brazilian performers in a piece called Zona Franca, which is all about that moment after the change between Bolsonaro and Lula mm-hmm. in, uh, in Brazil in the last 12 months. So it's kind of exciting to think, like, what's going on in the world to- told to us uh, in, a, in a live performance. Nice. That opens the festival. I think it's going to be a fantastic opening. We're going to have loads of Irish audience and loads of Brazilians there too. And as anybody who lives in Dublin knows, we have a large Brazilian community. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of the festival, there's a brilliant show I saw last year in France called One Song. And it's a kind of uh, a mix between a workout and some kind of crazy sports event. It got five-star review in the New York Times when it opened in Avignon. Uh, if you get in with a 10-euro ticket, you will get the best value you'll ever get. Yeah. 
uh, for an early theatre experience, if you can get in and see that, that's one song. It's literally one hour-long, crazy, crazily energetic, uh, mind-blowing song. Amazing. I cannot wait to... I, I, I suppose just jump in and see as much as possible between the 29th of September and the 15th of October. There's loads of time for people to go and catch something. There's loads of time. Uh, you'll find the information, of course, in Dublin Theatre Festival. on our socials and everything you need is theirs. Excellent. Willie White, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you.